This is Talking Small Business with Kat Schmoyer and Megan Martin, a podcast for creatives who like to keep it real about what it actually takes to grow an online business. We're competitors turned biz besties who chat daily, and now we're bringing you into the conversation. Hey, friends, and welcome back to Talking Small Business, the podcast where I, Megan Martin, and my biz bestie, Catch Moyer, get together and we share the real and the raw behind the scenes of running a small business. We took a few weeks off over the holiday break, and we're excited to dive back in. Happy 2022. In this episode today, we're going to talk all about investing in education this year and just share some of our thoughts and maybe our experiences of of what types of education we invested in and what phases and seasons of our business and what we really look for when we're investing to help to help you make smart decisions this year on where you're going to spend your dollars to learn and grow and try something new in your business. So Kat, it's been a while. Feels good to be back. We were like, before we started recording you guys, we were like, how do we even start one of these episodes again? Like it's been so long since we've done this, um, but it feels really good to be back. We took a little bit of a longer break than we initially thought, but it was just really good for both of us to have some time off. We're excited to have some fresh content for y'all and specifically kicking things off with this one. Um, I mean, Megan and I both call ourselves educators in the industry. We both love education and value education in ways that we want to serve you all, but also in ways that we know education serves our own businesses. And like, we believe in investing in education. And so we thought, well, what better way to kick off a 2022 episode than talking about what have we done in the past? What are we thinking about? What would we recommend for you all? And kind of talk through some of those things. Yeah. I think, I don't know about you, Kat, but, and maybe it's just because I'm so ingrained in this industry, but I feel like uh, there is quite an inundation with educational offerings on the table right now is even in the beginning of 2022, which I normally feel like the beginning of the year is a slower season for education and launches in general, but I feel like it's been pretty heavy this year. I don't know about you. Do you feel like that? I I do. And I don't know if it's just because we're more in it on social media, Mm -hmm. But it, I'm like all the things, this, this new bundle, this new thing yeah. and it's good stuff, like really good stuff, but it's still like, okay, how do I decide which one is the best thing for me and which yeah. one is going to fit my business right now? So I feel like that may, maybe is where we should start Megan and like yeah. helping identify, like, what do we think through before giving somebody our credit card? Right. And deciding like, okay, I'm like truly going to invest in education here. Yeah. I think for me, the first thing is, um, especially with so many things like free summits, bundles, courses, launching group programs, launching, like there's so much and it's such a vast array of great resources out there. I think the number one thing that I'm looking for in terms of education, especially in 2022 is niched education. And Mm -hmm. Um, there's a lot of value out there for people who don't want to niche. We've talked about niching and do you have to niche before, before on this podcast. But I think specifically for me that I want to make sure that when I put my credit card down to invest in a piece of education, that it is hyper-specific to me and my needs and what I am looking to accomplish in my business, because 
you know, a great example of this is, you know, if you are say in the wedding industry and you want to learn Instagram, you should go find someone who has wedding industry experience to learn about Instagram growth, right? Like it's not helpful for you to go search, you know, some social media content creators perspective, if they have no experience in the wedding industry. Right. Right. So I think getting more and more intentional with your investments are, are the people behind these resources and courses or masterminds or memberships, do they actually have experience in what I want to do in my business? And can they relay that experience to me within the educational resource that I'm about to purchase? I love that. And it's something that I didn't, I don't feel like I used to do a good job with. I feel like that has like evolved over time in my business. When I'm looking for education, I am way more niched now than I was say in year one. Um, and some of that I think just comes with a growth mindset in your business. Like you've just been around the block a time or two, right. And you're a few years in. Um, but I think it's really important to think about, okay, why do you want that Instagram strategy or why do you want Pinterest strategy and think about how can that person teach it to you from a way that makes it really fit with your industry and with your niche. Yeah. I think the other thing for me too, is, um, I'm just going to say it. I know we've talked about experience levels and are you an expert or are you not an expert? But I also really want to see that you have real results, no matter if you're doing this for six months (laughs) or 10 years, I need to be able to like, I need to be able to click to your website and see what are the results that you have brought to the table based on what you are educating. And again, we, we spent a whole episode and you should go listen to it. We can link it in the podcast notes about, you know, should you call yourself an expert? And this is not a dig. If you are a newer educator in the scene or you're newer to whatever topic you are teaching to, it's just, you do need to be honest about that. So go listen to that episode, be very real, very honest, but the one thing that I can encourage you from a consumer's perspective is to put results-based information on the sales page. If you don't have the results yourself, then maybe just wait a second to put your educational product out there. Right. But for me as a consumer, I am looking for results, especially like social proof and testimonials. I want to see actual results in those testimonials, not just like Kat is an amazing woman. I love her so much, you know, like that's, that's a sweet note. But what I want to say is like, what I want to see from a consumer, say if I'm purchasing from you, Kat, it's like Kat helped me grow my team to X amount of members in this amount of months. And we were able to hit this revenue goal. Like mm-hmm. that's the kind of social proof that I want to see that shows that you can actually bring results to the table. Absolutely. And don't be afraid to ask for that. Like if you're looking on a sales page, if you're looking at a coaching program or a course, whatever it is, and you don't see the results that you are looking for, ask respond to that live chat, send a DM to that educator and have a conversation that potentially feels more customized to you of like, Hey, here's my pain point. I want to know, can you fix this problem for me? Can you give me these results? I know I personally like love having some of those like DM conversations, specifically with like the women before my mastermind, you know, we're really talking through that because that's such a higher level offer and, you know, wanting to make sure it's a good fit for them. But as an educator, it helps me, 
even tweak like, okay, what do I need to make sure I'm talking about on my sales page? What are the actual questions people are asking me? What are the results I can continue to show and reinforce that the product I have is a good product and it does deserve that price tag that's associated with it. I absolutely love that you brought up the live chat. I think another thing that's um, just going to become more and more prevalent in 2022 when it comes to education is personalization. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're all privy to the knowledge that there is a passive income industry. I mean, that's literally what I specialize in, right? So we all know that there is a world of automations and selling as one course or one digital product to as many people in the world that you can reach, (laughs) right? But despite the great or the, you know, the pros of passive income, people are over feeling like a, a tick on your, on your list of students or your list mm-hmm. of customers, right? Like they don't want to feel like a number anymore. They want to feel like you actually know who they are and you are serving them personally, right? So there's got to be some level of personalization. And I think it is such a um, valuable point to bring up the live chat that if you don't have a live chat on your sales pages or on your website, this is a prime time as an educator to add that because you're right. Like as a student, it feels good to be able to send a message to that person and get a yes. direct response. I, I chat with people on my website all the time and they're sharing their stories with me. They're sharing, you know, what exactly their experiences and how can my education apply to them mm-hmm. and how great does it feel to be able to actually connect with another person like one-on-one, right? right. Not like a bot. I mean, again, not knocking all of these strategies, but I think it does feel really great to be able to connect with someone and say, and especially the educator themselves, if you're able to do that, to like be Mm -hmm. able to, you know, chat with someone and say, Hey, I understand this is exactly what this resource is for. And if you fit these criteria, then you are perfect for this and be able to like encourage someone in that way. I think for me as an educator and as a consumer, I love being able to chat one-on-one with the people Mm -hmm. I'm purchasing Mm -hmm. from. And we should link, I don't even know the name of mine. You put it on my site, Megan. So maybe you remember, (laughs) I don't even know the name of mine, but I know mine is free. Like we don't pay for it. So there are absolutely ways that you guys can do this, even if you're just getting started as an educator and you're, you know, you're thinking, well, cost-wise, like, I don't know if I can have this like live chat feature. And what about this? Like, there are ways that you can do it that can still add in that customization for your clients or your potential customers without, you know, breaking the bank. So we can link some of Megan's favorites. I won't say mine because Megan's the one that knows all of them. So (laughs) I actually can't remember what yours is. Mine is Chatra, which we'll link. We can link both of them, but they're free versions of both, I think. Um, but yeah, I think from a consumer perspective, if you cannot get in touch with someone that is selling to you to be able to ask a question, whether it's the actual creator themselves or their team, they should, you know, a team of people to be able to answer your questions. I think that's going to totally be a game changer in 2022. Mm -hmm. You know, people Mm -hmm. really want to make sure like, I'm not wasting my money here. There's so many digital products on the table at this point. Mm -hmm. And the truth is this industry is only going to get bigger. Like as as the pandemic has continued to stay around much longer than any of us wanted. And our, our technology is evolving at lightning speed and the way that we use technology is evolving at lightning speed and the digital product industry is not going anywhere. So the more that you can create, um, or the more that you can be intentional to invest in education that you don't feel like 
you're just a sea and a thousands of people that you actually know mm-hmm. that the educator or the creator of that product really cares about you and your success. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be more beneficial for you as a student or a customer. Yeah, absolutely. I love that point. Uh, something else I was thinking about too, when you were talking, and I think this has definitely come as my business has evolved. So when I was earlier on in business, I was absolutely investing in the educators. I felt like I really knew. So there was some sort of personal connection, either I actually had met them, you know, at a conference or through a summit, or I just really felt like a connection with them on Instagram. So that personal selling absolutely got me. Like I, I wanted to like buy this course. Cause I knew she was a mom too, or I knew she had whatever else was going on. As my business has evolved though, I feel like I've tried to branch out, right? Get out of like, okay, now I'm in this bubble. And I know a lot of the other educators and a lot of my friends, we've all like purchased the same courses or been a part of the same memberships. And there's still value in that. That's not knocking that. Like you can absolutely do that. I just think there are a lot of fish in the sea, just like you said, Megan, there's going to continue to be even more digital entrepreneurs. So how can I start to invest in other educators and see, well, what is their viewpoint on maybe some of these strategies and ways that I can tweak? And I have to say that in the past, I feel like bundles have been a really great way for me to do that. That's a low cost. And I'm later on in business and I've still found bundles to be helpful because it's a low cost opportunity for me to get a lot of education and specifically looking at who don't I know, who is somebody that I I don't want to go drop $500 on their signature program. I I don't want to invest in one-on-one coaching yet. I just want like a snippet. I want a little bit more about how this educator teaches and what their strategies are. Do I jive with it? Does it sound like it's going to be a good fit in my business? And bundles have really helped me do that to see a wide array of content. Yeah, I absolutely a hundred percent agree with that. And I feel like bundles are such a great resource for multiple different seasons and phases of your business. Like you said, now you're using them in a way of, you know, trying to expand your reach and who you're learning from so that you can get a more diverse experience Mm -hmm. in your education. Right. But even if you're like brand new in business or maybe like one to three years in business bundles are such a great resource because they are low cost. It's a low cost way to get an insane amount of education to help you grow your business. Right. As well as seeing how they help you throughout different seasons of your life, like where you're at cat, where you want to meet new people. I'm the same way. Like I love getting into bundles because they're not just free opt-ins. Free opt-ins often don't help you get the the amount of taste mm-hmm. that you need to be able to make a decision. Do you want to continue learning from this person with their more higher ticket offerings, right? Mm-hmm. But something like a bundle where it's an actual paid product that somebody puts into a resource together with other entrepreneurs that's going to give you a a much greater example of that person, how that person teaches, what their information is. Do they know their stuff? Um, Do you feel confident and comfortable with them? Do you like their teaching style? There's so many great ways that you can, um, or so many great things that you can pull out of a bundle to help you make decisions on moving forward with educators that you're meeting. Yes. And I think for me, when I'm looking at a bundle, I'm looking at the 
host of that bundle because there are typically in bundles, there's so many educators, right? So if you're trying to decide, is this a good fit? You might not be able to go down every single rabbit hole for every single educator. You might just be looking at it. At least for me, I'm looking at like, oh, I would love the content on X, Y, and Z. Oh, I haven't heard of this, these couple of educators. This is only $99. Like why not? You know, like this feels low entry. It's got content I'm looking for. It's got things I'd like to grow in and in 2022, maybe this is a good fit. And so I also then look at, well, who's, who's hosting this? Like what mm-hmm. is their background? What is their, um, just experience, not necessarily with like hosting bundles, but just overall, like what's their brand and what does that look like? So that I feel even more secure in making that investment. Cause I feel like bundles can get a bad rep. Um, and we've even, we've been in bundles, Megan, that like, we're yeah. like, okay, never again, like one, one and done, um, <laughs> they can get a bad rep. Okay. And so making sure like as a consumer, yeah. we want to put our money where our mouth is and we want to invest in people and in education where we genuinely feel like, okay, this is a good fit. Like brand wise, this is a good fit. And so I like to also do my due diligence and look at, well, who is hosting this and what is that all about? Yeah. And spoiler alert, I'm hosting a bundle <laughs> right now, which is like awesome. So <laughs> <laughs> hope you don't hate me or else you won't. I'm <laughs> just kidding. The point is, I actually am hosting a bundle right now, live mm-hmm. this week. And, you know, for me, I think it was really important that I hosted a bundle that was actually specific to the content that I teach and create and talk about in my own business, which is helping people create digital products, helping people grow passive income sources, right? So like this entire bundle is very specific to that goal. If you don't have that goal in your business, then maybe don't invest in this, this bundle, unless there's a resource inside that you're like, I know I want this, you know, even if it's not Mm -hmm. about digital products, but for the most part, and which is why I even said in the beginning of this episode, I think it's so important as a consumer that you actually purchase education from people who are doing similar things that you want Mm -hmm. to accomplish in your business. Because while it is helpful to get outside perspective in different industries, and I love doing that, I kind of love like tinkering in outside worlds that have nothing to do with what I do. You're really education needs to help you move the needle in your business. Right. Mm -hmm. So if the person who is sharing this education with you or the person, or, you know, the collective group of people who are sharing this education with you, if they have, if they have no idea what it is that you want to accomplish in your business, if they have no experience in what it is that you want to accomplish in your business, they cannot help you, you know, right? like you can only take their information at face value. Right. But if you are learning someone from someone who has experience in something that you also want to accomplish in your business, then they can help you. They can easily help you Mm -hmm. figure out how to morph that information or how to apply that information directly to you and your business when it comes down to having questions and wanting help from these educators. Yes. And that's just a really good insight for anything, whether it's looking at Megan's bundle, whether it's looking at a coach, whether it's looking at, you know, another course or a membership, like has that person walked in shoes that you would like to follow? Like, Mm -hmm. do you want something similar? And if the answer is yes, then that's probably a good reason to invest that goes in the like pro investing column. And then you can keep assessing some other things. If that person hasn't done what you want, then don't invest. 
even if it looks like fun and shiny and like awesome, or you're getting those urgency emails and like, you're really wanting to don't do it. If they haven't done what you're looking to do in your business. Yeah, absolutely. So Kat, tell me about how you make decisions now in your business. So in the beginning of the business, you, you talked about how you loved to tap into lower cost opportunities to kind of get the most bang for your buck when you were newer in business. What about now that you are more established in business? It's the opposite. So now I'm looking for higher ticket. Well, I'm not looking to spend more money. <laughs> Let me like rephrase that. I would love to not have to spend more money, but I feel like because of where I am in the business and where I am in just the past education that I've already consumed and feel like I've conquered a little bit, I'm looking for such a customized one-on-one approach to education. And that looks like masterminds, group coaching, one-on-one coaching. And therefore there's a higher price tag with that. Um, I feel like in the beginning of the business, it was, I needed to learn a lot about a lot. You know, Mm -hmm. I needed the marketing education. I needed website. I needed, you know, sales. I needed just how to like lead a rehearsal. Like there was just so many things I was like learning how to do when I was intro to business of being a wedding planner and then morphing into what I'm doing now. So courses were a great fit for that because they were specific to the topic that I needed to put in my business toolkit. Now, again, I've got some of those topics, not saying I'm an expert on all of those things I just listed, but Mm -hmm. I know my way around those things things enough to now look for a more one-on-one approach. Yeah. Which I think I still love that you brought up though, even with things like summits or bundles or whatever, it gives you exposure to new people that you can learn Mm -hmm. from so that you can make that decision to go deeper with them and to masterminds or memberships or whatever. Absolutely. And I mean, gosh, Instagram, for example, I bought an Instagram course, my second year of business. Okay. That was eight years ago. It's so different right now. So I need updated education. And for those of you guys with the team, I have found that I'll purchase education and then send it off to a team member. Like I have a girl on my team who's handling Instagram. So I can be like, Hey, here you go. Here's some like new, fresh content around how we need to do X, Y, and Z. And she's doing it for my business, but I'm able to purchase you know, more education for her so she can become more of an expert in what she's doing. Yeah. Which is so true. Like there's, especially when it comes to technology, you have Mm -hmm. to stay up. Like you can't lean on a course that you purchased eight years ago. It's not going to happen, you know? (laughs) Right. I don't even know if the algorithm was around eight years ago. We used to just post pretty pictures. Like it was fun. There was no video. Oh, Instagram. (laughs) No, but it's true, which is, still why, even though 10 years in business, I like these opportunities because for example, like in this bundle that I'm hosting, Natasha Coyle is throw, she's like submitted her reels course for this bundle, which is like worth way more than the price of the bundle, you know, but like, I feel Mm. like a total grandma when it comes to reels, you know, (laughs) and reels wasn't around eight years ago when we were learning about Instagram. Right. Um, so it still is a great way to, to get, up-to-date information, expand your reach. But also I agree with you and 10 years in business, I feel like I'm on the same 
spot with you. So I'll like invest in these opportunities like bundles or lower course or lower price courses on very specific Mm -hmm. topics that are maybe like new and that I need to, you know, dive into because trends are evolving. Um, But when it comes to my education now, 10 years in business, I feel like I want more one-on-one. Like I want to be able Mm -hmm. to pick up the phone or jump on a Zoom call and I want to see the person in front of me and say, hey, this is where I'm stuck what I need to get your perspective. What would you do here? Um, and that has been pivotal. I think in these later years of business, I feel like I'm like 95 the way I'm talking right now, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like year yeah. 10 and to be able to like sit and just speak with someone and get their, um, like really one-on-one customized support is so helpful at this stage in business. Yes. And to even like recap, like the way to get there, y'all, if you're similar to Megan and I, and you're thinking, well, I'm looking more for one-on-one mm-hmm. utilize bundles or um, low ticket offers to vet who you're going to invest in one-on-one, because we know, mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking like thousands of dollars for so many of these, you know, coaching programs, one-on-one mastermind, whatever it might be. And again, the, there, some of them are really great resources. It's just, you have to figure out, is this mm-hmm. the best one for you? So don't be afraid to invest low cost first to really get a feel for how that educator is teaching content and teaching information. And then ask those questions, just like Megan was talking about when it comes to like results, if you're not seeing results on a sales page or in emails, reach out to that person so that you can make sure, have they really done what I'm trying to do? Like, can they actually help me, not just the masses before, you know, spending however much you're thinking about spending? Yeah. I think another thing to think through from, it feels very meta the way that we're talking about this, but so for example, this bundle that I am hosting this week is specific for business owners who want to create digital products and passive income, right? Mm -hmm. So another thing besides results that I think is really helpful in this context of the conversation that we're having right now, which is, you know, can, can you use low ticket or low cost opportunities to help expand your reach of educators to figure out who you can, you know, go more on one-on-one or higher ticket offers, right? So beyond results, which I think are important, if your educator can't show you results, then I would throw up a warning flag, right? Mm -hmm. But also tapping into something like one of these lower cost opportunities helps you see how they actually sell, how they talk to Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. and email marketing, um, which this, I feel like in emails and in courses and in products is really where somebody's true personality comes out, right? And so you can, you can use this, these opportunities. If you're, if you're considering, you know, investing hundreds or thousands of dollars with someone that you don't really fully know, you can use this opportunity to see, let me, let me get their emails in my inbox. Let me open up their product and listen to them talk on video. Do I like what I'm hearing? Do I feel Mm -hmm. like my core values are resonating with them? Right. And so that's like another way that you can use these lower cost opportunities to make sure that you're going to make smart decisions for yourself before you jump into these higher priced offerings, which I'm tooting my own horn, but I like, don't put weird people in my bundles, you know, like I'm not putting like the skeezy gurus, but you never know sometimes like, especially 
you know, with these urgency emails and cat, you're the queen of launches, you know, that urgency works, right? Like sometimes mm-hmm. we just get this like FOMO feeling like I'm supposed do. to be doing something, right? We do. And I've literally reason- boxed you before. I'm like, I don't think I need this, but I feel like I need it right now. Cause I just got so-and-so's email and Megan <laughs> yes. will be like talking me off the cliff. Like, no, you don't need to buy that right now. <laughs> right. Right. So like with, with that, and it's an, it's a human trigger. Like it's a universal mm-hmm. human, human trigger to like, want to, to do something by the time the clock runs out, right? You don't want to miss mm-hmm. out. But um, I think these lower cost opportunities help us make smarter decisions. So we're not spending thousands of dollars on things that probably weren't for us or best for us in the first place. And I have been a, I have experienced that myself in my own business mm-hmm. where I have spent literally thousands of dollars on something that just sounded so good and so right. And I didn't have enough time and research into that person's other offerings to be able to make me see that maybe this person isn't the right educator for me. And that Mm -hmm. stinks. It really stinks. Right. It stinks on a lot of levels. (laughs) So yes, something to, to like take it in a slightly different approach. Something that I started doing, I think it was Nancy Ray that said this to me. And if it wasn't, I don't remember who it was. This was about halfway through business career. So probably what, like four or five years ago, she recommended don't invest in education until you really have implemented what you just invested in. Mm -hmm. And I have always found that to be like a really interesting tick mark for myself of, especially Mm -hmm. when I'm getting that urgency or scarcity of, oh my goodness, I need to invest in this thing right now. Like everyone's doing it, or this is this new shiny thing out there and I have to have it right now. And just coming back to, well, what do I already have? And have I actually taken the time to complete this course or implement this template or work through what my coach, you know, showed me how to do six months ago? And I've really liked doing that and using that as like a measuring stick before I jump into something else. Um, I will say though, we're going to keep talking about bundles guys. Cause you know, Megan has a bundle, but <laughs> I will say with bundles, bundles can be overwhelming because there's so much. So it can mm-hmm. feel like, okay, well, if I'm buying, you know, 30 courses, how can I expect to go through all of these courses for me personally, when I buy a bundle, I'm not buying it for everything. I'm mm-hmm. buying it for specific things. So I will literally make a list and I do it in Trello. Cause y'all know I love Trello, but I will have a list of like, these are the five things. Or these are the three things like keep it small. Don't even make it more than five. This is why you are buying this bundle. And these are the courses you want to implement. Are the others great? I'm sure they are. Maybe you will have time to implement them, but don't try to implement all 30 or you'll never invest in anything else ever again, which maybe your bank account would like that, but it's also like really overwhelming. Pick like your top ones. Be like, this is what my business needs. And this is a great deal. So this is what I'm going to invest in. And I'm going to actually implement these things before Mm -hmm. jumping into to another bundle or another course or another coaching opportunity. I think that's so wise and it helps protect against what I know we all have, which is a dusty shelf of courses and templates and products that we purchased mm-hmm. that sounded great. And we never actually clicked and opened or listened beyond the first module. And that's not helpful for you as a consumer. And it's not helpful for us as creators. We, Mm -hmm. you, you should get the promise that you bought into the transformation that you actually wanted. And we want to see you succeed as creators. So I absolutely agree with that. And I love that you talked about when you purchase something like a bundle where you'll, you'll make a decision based on three or five products within that. 
And it's not you saying yes to purchasing all 30 right now. I'm going to learn 30 new things or take 30 new courses this month. It's I want to invest in three of these things, Mm -hmm. which would cost more than the price of the bundle, right? Mm -hmm. But those are the things that I'm going to tackle first. Mm-hmm. And I know for me, like with bundles, I'll, you can also think through like with cat's quarterly planning whole system, right? Like you can think through, maybe I put three on the quarter for this month, or, or I put three resources mm-hmm. on this quarter that I want to focus on and schedule that in. And then maybe you put it on your list for the year that in quarter two, I'm going to focus on three different ones or maybe one or two different ones. You know what I mean? Like you can kind of put that on your quarterly plan. That way you are actually getting the most out of your investment and you're pre-planning to dive into those courses or those resources to actually implement what you have. Yeah. I love that. I mean, I'm all about plan it out. So then it feels like you can get it done and you're not just, again, buying something just to buy it, but Mm -hmm. actually purchasing something that sounds like it is truly genuinely going to help you with your business goals, whatever those may be, and then carving out the time and being intentional to consume it. Yeah. So Kat, let's wrap this up by saying, or I want to hear from you, like, do you still believe in education in 2022? Do you still believe that this is something that we need to care about and focus on in our business? Absolutely. A hundred percent. I don't care if you just started your business in 2022, or if you're 10 years in, in 2022, I think we will always need education Mm -hmm. and should lean into that. Now it's going to look different depending on where you are in business and, and what your specific business goals are, but a hundred percent education is absolutely relevant right now. I agree wholeheartedly. And I know for me and my own business, 10 years in that education is still something that I need and I look towards and I crave in my business for the connection and for the learning and for the inspiration and for getting me motivated to continue to push and do new things and grow my own business. Um, So I highly encourage you to seek out investment, investing in education this year, make smart decisions Um, don't get wrapped up in FOMO, but figure out what you actually want to do in your business and find the tools and the resources available to help you do that well. If you are looking to um, earn passive income in your business or create passive income streams, or you've been wanting to create digital products, I would highly encourage you to go check out the passive bundle. It's only available this week. It ends February 11th. It's this Friday at 11.59 Pacific Standard Time. Kat is in the bundle. She's created a quarterly cure product specific to digital business owners. So planning our business from a quarterly basis just for us digital product creators. Thank you, Kat, for that. (laughs) Um, And there's 30 other people involved who are gonna help you create passive income. So I'd love for you to check it out. You can go to, um, actually, we'll just link it in the podcast notes, but it's the passivebundle.jeremyandmegan.com. So love to have you check it out if it is the right resource for you if you wanna create passive income in your business this year. So, all right, friends. This has been fun talking about education and I hope it has inspired you to seek out education that's beneficial for you and your business to help you grow this year. And we cannot wait to catch you in the next conversation. 